Welcome back to Political Ramble. This is your host, Cyrus King. It's gonna keep it, I'm going to keep this short. I'm trying to do it in the seven minutes. I was having a discussion. I've been, you know, I do politics for the job, so I'll be always having these discussions, right? And um, I was, a person was telling me, how come, asking me, what do I think, why do I think so many people, well, we're talking about the left, right? So I'm going to use that in a, separate pod, in a separate podcast. But they're like, why do so many people have a hard time Understanding the, the 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 point of imperialism, right? Because you know when you're a real leftist, imperialism is the first critique. Like if you're a left, a real leftist, not no progressive, not no liberal, a real leftist, imperialism is the first critique, right? You know why it's the first critique? Because that's the big look, sir. As a former Pan Africanist, right, and I always be a Pan Africanist at heart. I always say you have the four leaders, the, the holy four, right? Let me just say, I'm not going to go to Lubumba for now, so let me just say the Holy Three, right? I'm going to go Garvey, Malcolm X, King, right? Out of those three, King was, the other two were always into foreign policy, or for even, even the early stages, right? King got to foreign policy later on, and he, that, he said that was one of the greatest regrets he ever had because imperialism is part of that problem, like... If you want to talk about racial discrimination in America, it's the same energy that took that expands that took imperialism going to other countries, right? So foreign policy, and not only that, you can make the argument it's actually I wouldn't say it's more important, but you have to attack it even more ferociously because we had the black bourgeoisie in America, and I can guarantee you when you look at the black bourgeoisie in America, even when they when they appear. Just to be like, we're fighting for racial rights and, you know, blah, blah. You see that all the time, right? They want to, you know, fight for the you know, rights of African-Americans and, and, um, and blah, 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 right? What happens a lot of times is we don't even realize there is a, there is a fake. There's fake leftists, right? So there's a fake even civil rights take where I got money and... I may have racial, I may be discriminated against realistically once or twice a year at most, right? At most. And I'm gonna, and, and, I, and even when you're doing it half the time, the people, I mean, at most, sometimes not at all, right? And I'm gonna come with that same energy as a, uh, the rest of the people, the rest of the majority of my race is still in the hood, right? Or even who may be middle class and gotta work three times as hard. Right? I'm going to act like I got the same energy. And I could guarantee, and so there's a fake civil rights perspective right, that those people feel. But I guarantee foreign policy-wise, they were told, they, was, they would follow the same script their white counterparts follow when it comes to foreign policy. Right? Let's go for the war in Ukraine. Right? The war in Iraq was kind of strange. I'm going to leave that one alone. Right? That was kind of strange in that sense. But Libya, for instance, the, the, the Libyan war, that was, the Libyan war, you can make an argument, was worse than Iraq because Iraq is in a better condition than Libya. Libya is destroyed. But Libyan war was under humanitarian reasons with the UN and a whole bunch of, what was it, the coalition of the willing, like, countries like Ethiopia and shit, who just signed it, just said, yes, you can put me in a list, right? And it's really just American and America, France, and England, right? But that, from that point of view, the fake bourgeoisie cannot fake the foreign policy part. That's what LeBron James sounds like the Democratic Party when it comes to foreign policy. Right? That's why. So, imperialism, you have to put both of them together. And here's the thing, though. And this is what I was telling my, my peer. I said, but it's hard to do that because American society 
the one thing that they got right, the, the ruling class here is they overworked the working class, right? They overworked the working class like a motherfucker. And when they overworked the working class like they do, what ends up happening is that the working class doesn't, or the lower class, or just the poor, they don't got fucking time to, to think about what's going on in these countries. They got to worry about their everyday selves. So then they almost take themselves out the game. Right? So if they almost take themselves out the game, then you don't have to worry about them. Right? And they can never challenge you. And they can never even understand how you work because they're too, not even drunk. Some drunk. Some drunk. Some have no health care. But most overworked to even care. You know what science people send me shit? People listen to this podcast, send me shit sometimes. Like my homie Seth. And sometimes I'll be like, yo... I try, man. I my days are like eighteen hours, like yeah, like three, four hours sleep. You see, what I'm saying when I read and look at certain shit, I have to do it, right? When it comes to reading what I want to, I, you know, what I mean, is I get to when I get to it. That is the that is, but the difference is I get to you all four hours sleep because I refuse to be one of those people who are not informed. But for the average person, they will be that, and it's almost impossible to break that. Because if you actually were to look up like if you really understand what imperialism is, this is why I have so much conservative values. I'll never be cool with the right wing, because the right wing in America, especially, they—I mean—they're despicable human beings. They—they they were talking about American exceptionalism. Well, that is the—that's the premise of our empire. You see, and as long as we're destroying other people and things are good over here, we good. But I guarantee when we destroy other people and things are good over here, those other people, because look, let's be honest, with imperialism, with capitalism, they need raw materials, right? The majority of raw materials that they need, unfortunately, are not found in Northern Europe and they're not found in America. They're found in the third world, right? That's where they found that, right? So you need to get those materials cheap and sell it back here high. You see? So you have to suppress them. But the, but the difference will be, it's on many levels. It's religious. It's economic. Right? It's even social, even cultural. Because cultural imperialism is the hardest one to see. Honestly, it's the hardest one to see. As a Westerner, especially if you're a white legacy American or European, you're at the top. You have the right to do certain things. Other people don't. Even when you think you're not like that. So even when you're the fake left. That's why I said. Look at this. It's over five minutes already. That's why I said. The left from college. From the suburbs. They don't get this either. Because the left in America is very different than the left in Africa. You can go to Pakistan. You go to Cuba. You go to South Africa. You go to India. You go to Jamaica. You go to Kazakhstan. When somebody says they're left. It's usually they hit certain notes. When somebody says they left in America, oh yeah, they want Medicare for all. Oh yeah, AOC is the greatest, the squad, right? Oh yeah, um, don't worry about third parties. We gotta just vote Democrat. You know how? You know why it's easy for you to say that? You don't got your feet in the hood. See, you don't got your feet in the and where, where some people be like, I don't know, I can't, I gotta steal gasoline, right? I gotta, I mean. They're living dated like like they're in cities that you need transportation. They don't got a car for their they don't got gas for their car, some don't got a car at all. Right? Some don't even have a driver's license. I know those extreme. Because in our, under the driver's license that people be like, who you know who for a driver's license? That's extreme. 
But look at it from this perspective. It's much easier for a person in the middle class to, to talk about let's make small change than the person who's hurting right now. When COVID happened, it hit the poor harder. It hit the, and I'm talking about poor of color. It hit them hard. Hard like a motherfucker. Because why? They're already stressed out. They're already discriminated against. They're already working for, for, for shit jobs, for shit wages. They can't even, they're uneducated. Some of them, right? You don't got money to go to college, right? And in the end of the day, they got hurt by COVID more than the affluent did. So when you look at imperialism, imperialism, it goes deep. Many times, I mean, I see it all the time on YouTube and, and, the, and the alternative left media space where you got these cornballs, literally, um, who just, they push, like, I don't got a problem with the squad. I don't got a problem with AOC. They're not, they're not leftist to me. Are you crazy? Like, Bernie Sanders wouldn't even be a leftist in Europe, let alone South America. He wouldn't be. He'd be moderate. Just, just be honest. He would be. He wouldn't. He would. Uh, you you would not say Che Guevara and Fidel Castro and Hugo Chavez and say Bernie Sanders. You got to be got it. Fuck it. He's not even Lula from Brazil. A Lula from Brazil is a moderate. He's not even Lula from Brazil. So let's 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 stop the bullshit. Literally, Lula from Brazil. I think he is like has some of his fingers cut off because he was working in the mine and and and, and as his fingers got cut off and he made his he made his bones being an activist for the working class. Like Bernie's cool. Bernie's still a Jewish dude who, was, who wasn't broke. I'm just being honest. Nothing against the Jews. I'm just being honest, though. Right? He wasn't poor like that. Like that. Yes. I would assume, I think his parents, somebody, some family died in the Holocaust. I give you that. But him himself, you cannot put Lula and put Bernie Sanders and tell me they're both the same dude. You can't. And, and mind you, Bernie Sanders is the best you got. <laughs> let's not even go to Barack Obama. Let's not go. Let's, let, don't make me laugh. So, what is an imperialist? Chances are, if you can't understand, imperialism is the American empire, right? The expansion of it. You can't tell me about, we want to save Ukraine, but you don't care about Yemen. You don't know about Yemen. You don't know about Congo, right? You don't know about these places. You can't tell me that. You can't, you can't be for real and tell me you really care about Ukraine in your lives. Because I want to say, what about the lives of Congo and the Palestinians and the Yemenis? You don't care about that? I know you don't care. I, trust me, I know you don't care. I, I know you don't, right? What about their lives? And if you don't know, then you shouldn't be so opinionated about, about some war that there's no heroes in that. Imperialism. Imperialism is where you taught Christianity, you taught capitalism, you taught the cultural superiority of the West, right? You tell me, oh yeah, Haiti, Haiti, the Haitians worship demons and they're just, and they're just ignorant, that's why they're poor. That's imperialism. How come you didn't know that when Haiti beat France, if Haiti had to pay back reparations to France? If Haiti had to really, literally pay back France. Literally. Never, no one tell you that? That's not that, you can look that up. <laughs> it's not that deep. Right? You can look at CIA state meddling in, in um, Haitian affairs all the time. I'm not, and I'm not taking it away from corruption. But you're going to get corruption in third world countries. Like, how do you expect, once the game is rigged, and the thing is, if you just came and said, yes, we're stealing resources, yes, we infiltrated, we, we made an alliance with the bourgeoisie, if all those third world countries, the bourgeoisie, those third world countries are making money now, they're going to cannibalize their own people, we don't give a fuck as long as we get our resources. If you say that, I, I won't have no problem. I understand, I cover gangsters. Capitalism is gangsterism. If you say that, 
I don't understand. Well, cut the freedom shit out. That's imperialism. Cut the freedom shit out. It's not real. Right? Religion. Slave trade, the, the massacre of Native Americans. Who pushed that? Religiousness. Religions did. Right? There is no universal true religion. Religion is based on your culture and what you accept. Let's stop the bullshit. If you were an aborigine, you were never conquered, don't tell me you believe in Jesus. And if you did, it would be your choice. Religion is one of the biggest, one of the biggest pushes of that. Don't do, and I say this as a Christian, but when I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian by my terms. You see? If I want to go to a voodoo sauna and get a reading or do some work, I'll go to a voodoo sauna and get a reading. I'll go to Obi, man, go to get a reading, do some work. I go, I go to Christianity on my terms. I don't call my indigenous African religions barbaric. I don't do that. I'm a, like I said, I'm a Christian on my terms. Many people don't have that choice. You don't. Right? So, when you look at it from a certain angle, you realize the game is deep and the game is rigged. And the only way shit could change is if the game falls apart. So, if you don't want to be caught in a crossfire, you better start to understand how the game functions. Because chances are, you're a willing participant in this game. And you're a willing participant, and you're not, con- you're not controlling shit, so somebody just using your energy. And your energy could be your money, it could be your labor, it could be your kids' bodies and souls. And I don't mean that from a Christian angle. I just mean, you know, a kid, your kid would inherit this shit and they got to work two jobs and their grandkids, they got to work two jobs just for that. Cyrus King, this was a ramble. Till next time, peace.